Life, Hope, and Truth presents God's Purpose for You. Written by Eric Jones. Presented by Dave DeHart. Produced by the Church of God, a worldwide association. Chapter 3. Bridging the Gap Between You and God. As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. Since Adam and Eve, humanity has only widened the gap between us and God, choosing sin and reaping the penalty of death. Romans 6.23 Thus there is a dilemma. We cannot fulfill God's purpose for us if we are dead, and He won't give eternal life to those with sinful character. That would only lead to an eternity of suffering for everyone. Those two problems, death and sin, have to be dealt with before we can fulfill God's ultimate purpose for us. Jesus Christ and the Conversion of the Human Mind The first step in solving these problems came when the Word, John 1.1, gave up His spirit existence and came to earth as a man, Jesus Christ. John 1.14 and Philippians 2, verses 5-7. through 7. He is called the second Adam because his work began the process of reversing mankind's course, started by the first Adam. Romans 5, verses 12-21. through 21. Through him, God's plan to bring mankind into his family is being accomplished. Throughout his thirty-three and a half years on earth, Jesus lived a perfect life, resisting all temptation to sin, obeying both the letter and the spirit of God's law, and setting a perfect example. Because he perfectly accomplished what Adam and the rest of us failed to do, and then gave his life for us, his death provided a way for us to have our sins forgiven through the process of repentance. Through Christ, we can be reconciled with the Father and have access to eternal life through the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 9 through 11, and Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. Repentance and receiving God's forgiveness of our sins begins closing the gap between us and God. After one receives forgiveness and God's Spirit through baptism— and the laying on of hands, he or she then embarks on a lifelong process of repentance and change. The Bible calls this conversion. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. Conversion is what narrows the character gap between us and God. In simple terms, it means converting our mind from our natural sinful ways to God's spiritual ways, Romans 8.5. Through Jesus Christ's teaching and example, we learn how to think and live just like God, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. The Pursuit of Spiritual Perfection In His famous Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that we are to be perfect 
just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Matthew 5.48 That simple statement encapsulates the immediate purpose of our lives in the here and now to change our character, to be more like His. In essence, to develop His perfect, holy, righteous character. Just as a good human father seeks to instill honorable character into his children so they will become responsible adults, God the Father seeks to build his character in us. The Bible likens him to a potter and us to clay, Isaiah 64, verse 8. He wants to mold and shape our minds and lives to perfectly reflect him. One of the prominent words the Bible uses for developing God's character is godliness. Psalm chapter 4, verse 3, and 2 Peter 3, 11. God wants us to develop His exact character, to think and live godly, to strive to elevate our character from the human level to the God level. How to Begin Developing God's Character in Your Life The idea that we can change our thoughts and actions to reflect God's divine character may seem impossible. But God gives us two wonderful tools to help, His Word and His Spirit. God's Word, the Bible, gives us guidance on how to become like God, and the Holy Spirit empowers us to do it. How can you start changing your life to live like Him? The entire Bible is fundamentally about how to develop God's character, but here are four specific areas to begin with. Keep the Ten Commandments. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17. God reveals His character to us in these ten basic laws. They define how humans can express divine love. 1 John 5, verses 2 and 3. The first four show how to love God, and the last six, how to love other people. Follow the example of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2.21 One of the reasons Christ came in the flesh was to set a perfect example for us. He perfectly demonstrated the Father's character in His life. John 14.9 In order to develop godly character, we have to study and imitate how He lived. 1 John 2.6 and 1 Corinthians 11.1 Live by the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5-7 This message is Christ's longest recorded sermon. In it, he elaborated on the essential characteristics of godly character and how to apply the spiritual intent of the Ten Commandments in everyday life. Develop the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. These nine core character traits of God will be growing in the life of a person who has God's Spirit and is diligently striving to become like Him. Why Developing Godly Character is So Important God wants us to live forever at His level of existence. But 
He will only entrust that power and responsibility to those who faithfully strive to develop His character. As we will see, His purpose for us extends beyond simply receiving eternal life. In addition to giving us immortality, God is preparing important roles for us that require His character. But first, how do we get from our level of existence to His? Sidebar to chapter 3. Were you born to become an angel? Some believe human beings are born to go to heaven and become an angel after they die. Sometimes people will use this to comfort the bereaved, saying something like, He or she is now one of God's angels in heaven watching over us. But the Bible shows that you were born for a much greater purpose. As we covered earlier, angels were specifically created to serve God and His creation. The Bible describes some as having features very different from us. For instance, some angels are described as having eyes around their body and heads resembling various animals. Ezekiel 1 verse 6, verse 10, and Revelation 4 verses 6 through 8. They were created after their own kind, the angelic kind, not in God's image. Human beings were made a little lower than the angels, Psalm 8, verse 5, because in our current form we are physical and mortal, whereas angels are spirit. But when we are born into God's family, we will become sons and daughters of God and be exalted above the angels to the God level, as Christ was, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 4. Though some scriptures show God referring to angels as sons of God, Job 38, 7, other scriptures are clear that they are not and never will be born into God's family and share life at His level. Hebrews 1, 5. Human beings are destined to inherit all things. Revelation 21, verse 7. A future never promised to the angels. In fact, those born into God's family will be tasked with the responsibility of judging or governing over the angels. 1 Corinthians 6.3 To learn more about angels, read our online article, Angels. Thanks for listening. For the next chapter of this booklet, continue with Episode 5, God's Purpose for You.